0: How anxious were you the last time you stepped in to lead a new team? Did you feel overwhelmed and worried that you might not be effective at leading the people on your team? Were you scared, maybe even feeling nervous and exposed? These are somewhat normal feelings when you start a new journey, but they're by no means required. On this episode of the Leader Development Solutions podcast, I want to get into these questions with you. And really help you build some confidence and step into the right mindset that will carry you through leading and influencing a great group of people. Welcome to the Leader Development Solutions Podcast, a podcast dedicated to seeing you grow in confidence, empowerment, and expectancy of success in your ability to lead. This podcast will always be free. My only ask is that if you extract value from these episodes, simply subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. For more information and to see all the ways I can serve you, check out vincentream.com. Okay, don't think that you are the only one. We got to get that clear now. Uh, The fact is that you are not alone in your feelings. It's just hard for people to admit they feel this way and seek out help to overcome the challenges they're facing. You do not have to put yourself through that anxiety and stress. Through this episode, I want you to be able to take away some actionable steps uh, to help you better relate to your team. Uh, Whether you're new to leading the team or you have been with them for some time, uh, the points here should be useful to you. Uh, there is a natural progression you can move through uh, that will help you shape the future uh, of your time leading. This progression can be broken down into steps uh, that will help guide you in taking action. They are evaluating, talking with team members, visioning, bringing the team together, and following through. Uh, These all seem simple and logical, uh, but I've seen countless times one or more of these not done, and the result was uh, less than stellar performing team. Uh, You could omit one of these, uh, but why would you want to lead a team that isn't operating at peak performance? When you begin leading a team, uh, there there needs to be a time of evaluation. Uh, You have to be able to look at the distribution of work, uh, workflows, uh, among other things. Uh, You'll also be asking why things are done uh, the way they are done. In that, Are things done because that's just how it has always been? Or is that the most efficient way? Uh, You'll be evaluating, uh, looking to make improvements out of the team, positive changes, and not making changes just for the sake of change. Also, keep in mind that just because something isn't broke doesn't mean that it can't be improved. We have all heard the phrase that if it isn't broke, don't fix it. This is a phrase that wasn't coined by a leader looking to innovate and create, a leader that wasn't looking to create powerful people that will be future leaders. Through your evaluation of the current state of the team, remember the point is not to judge, but to understand. Judgment will lead to criticism, and that is a fast way to lose your team's support. Now it is time to talk with your team members, or rather it is time to listen to them. You're going to talk with each of your team members individually with the intention of listening to them. You will want to gather their ideas and thoughts, hear what they see and experience. You'll want to guide this conversation so that it doesn't become an open forum to complain about everything in their environment that they don't like or agree with. Uh, Keep them talking by requiring them to have two solutions to every problem. Requiring two solutions will make your team members think more critically about the issues they are perceiving, and you can help frame those into challenges It will also weed out the solutions they want in order to make their lives easier and more comfortable. Through these encounters, listen intently to what they are saying and how they are communicating. Now, this is a good opportunity for you as the leader to begin learning what motivates each team member and helps you gain an understanding of team dynamics and areas you'll want to to focus on in future development sessions. Where do you want your team to go? And what do you want it to look like in the future? Now that you've gathered information and data, it's time to start visioning out the future of the team. Even if your team is part of a larger company, you can still develop a vision for the team. You could even develop a mission statement that puts into words why your team does what it does. It's important for people to have a clear understanding of why. This is a great way to foster ownership of what the team does. You'll want to start by answering the questions of where you want the team to go and what you want it to look like. You will also want to set some realistic but challenging goals for the team as a whole. Incentivizing your team members is easy because you know what motivates them already. Uh, You next need to look at the culture of the team and what that may look like. Uh, This is something that you'll want to outline and include your team in finalizing, which gives everyone ownership and accountability to the culture. This is also a place to insert ideas uh, that you've gathered uh, in the individual conversations you had in the previous step. Uh, This will establish with your team members that you are listening to them and that you do care about them and their ideas. Answering all of the questions allows you to craft a vision for the future of your team, which will guide you through any decisions uh, that you will make. Don't forget to establish metrics uh, that you will use to evaluate your vision. Uh, You need to have the ability to measure your progress towards the mountaintop. Uh, for more on vision, you can check out episode three of the podcast, uh, which will be linked in the notes. All right, this next step is where you will decide who to bring into the conversation. Uh, depending on the size of your team, you may want to keep this to the core people at first. If your team is smaller, you can bring everyone in. Uh, whichever way you choose to proceed, you will be sharing with that group what you see as the vision for the future of the team. This is the point where you will elicit more From the team collectively about the culture you want to craft. What does everyone see when they think of the culture of the team? Through this discussion, you can begin forming fundamentals that will guide the team and how they relate to each other, others in the company, and even customers if that applies. Because this is a group project and will be agreed upon by everyone, they will all be able to hold each other accountable to the fundamentals you all formed together. You've just fostered ownership. And accountability amongst your entire team, uh, which should prove to set you all on a path to innovation and creativity. I would be remiss if I didn't include a quick piece about failing. Your response and reaction to uh, the failure of a team member in anything will be a key factor in the success of your culture. If every failure is seen as a growth opportunity, you will see creativity and innovation explode out of everyone. To be clear, uh, this is a failure that is outside of blatant disregard for company or team policy. Bringing the team together to set the conditions for the future of its culture is a vital link in the chain of your high-performing team. Now that you have done all the work evaluating, listening to, and understanding each team member individually, crafting a vision for the future, and together designing a culture you must follow through in putting it all to action. There has never been a reasonable or rational explanation for doing all of that and then not following through. This does not make any sense to anyone, but it does happen. All that time and energy wasted in the pursuit of greatness, only to have the result put in a binder and then placed on a shelf. How demoralizing does that sound? This is a simple but vital step in relating to your team. What happens if you don't follow through, no matter what the reason? Uh, there's a whole host of responses your team members could have. Anything from feeling let down, betrayed or resentful, to feeling bitter or indignant and violated. Uh, they will definitely be frustrated, possibly infuriated, but at least annoyed. You could even discover they have turned critical of you, skeptical, or even dismissive. Ultimately, these feelings will lead to mistrust, and possibly loss of confidence in your leadership abilities by those you are charged to lead. But none of that has to be the case if you are intentional about following through with the vision and culture. Sounds simple, right? All you have to do is put to action what you've talked about. So what happens if you're met with resistance to putting this into action? The question is not meant to imply the resistance will be from your team or even your company. There are things that come up in the day-to-day that could distract you from actioning your plan or following through on the fundamentals you all established. These things are just points of resistance, and that is the time to focus intentionality on following through. Do you still have a mindset that includes anxiety or stress surrounding your new team? You shouldn't when you make a point to follow the simple steps laid out here to relate to your new team. Remember that it all starts with an evaluation of how the team works, and are they doing things the way they are, or because that is how it has always been done. You are also evaluating, looking for places to make positive changes, not just changes for the sake of change. Next, you are talking with the individual team members. You are asking questions, listening intently to their ideas while gaining an understanding of the state of the team, and learning at the same time their motivations then you move on to visioning for the future answering questions about where you want the team to go what do you want the future team to look like and setting realistic and challenging goals following that you are bringing the team together to design the culture and share your vision for the future this is the point that you will collectively establish the fundamentals that will guide the team in its new culture finally you absolutely have to follow through and put into action all that you've talked about. This is a simple plan that you can take and put into action right now. So there you have it, the basic steps that if done will set you up for success with your new team. Thanks for listening and stay engaged. As always, I want to end the episode by saying thank you for listening. These episodes are 100% free free and they are dedicated to your growth as a leader because your team members need you to show up as the best version of yourself. They are waiting for you to lead them. Again, these episodes are free. All that I ask is that you give it a thumbs up, give it a like, give it a little bit of love in the comments or the reviews, and that you share it with one or two leaders. That's it. Stay engaged, and I will see you in the next episode.